Hello? Oh, Eva? Miriam here. Oh, hello, Miriam. Look, I can't talk long. I'm in a telephone box and I've got Julie and Simon bickering in the car outside. You're up in town, then? Yes. You can probably guess why I phoned. Yes. Well, it's about time we fixed a date, you know. Well, it's a bit difficult at the moment, Miriam. Do you want your spare room for somebody else, then? Well, no, not exactly. Then couldn't she stay on I'm not longer? letting it drag on indefinitely. It's not fair on Arthur. No man wants his mother-in-law staying forever. I'm sorry, but there's this play I'm reading, you see. It may be something really big for me. Oh, and then the BBC is starting a new radio series, and there are other... Uh, other things, too, at the moment. I don't see Anne putting herself out for anyone. And it is your turn, Eva. Oh, I'll try and arrange something soon, then. It's not that I don't want her. I love Mother dearly, but right now... I love her as well, and I've had her for two solid months. It's time someone else pulled their weight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you want something, madam? No, 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 thank you. I was uh, only looking. Excuse me. Do you mind? Please. Oh, my hat. Oh, catch it for me, someone. Quick, quick. Oh, oh mind out of the way. Sorry. Where do you think you're going? I wish I knew. What is it? Tea or coffee? Oh, uh, 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 a tea, please. Thank you. Excuse me. Uh, uh, do you mind if I... Yeah, no, of course not. Sugar? Uh, it's it's all right, thank you. I can read. Oh, oh. oh. goodness, I'm so terribly sorry. I don't know how I could have done such a thing. D don't give it a thought. All over your book, too. It doesn't matter a pin. But it does. We must get a cloth. A, 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 a cloth. Uh, look, please don't bother. It's a worthless thing. I, I'm a handkerchief. Well, you're quite sure. I, I'm afraid I have spoiled it, your book. You, you spoiled your cup of tea, but would you like me to fetch you another? Oh, no, thank you, all the same. I, I, I didn't really want one in the first place. I only came in here to get away from the wind and, and everything. Quite. I like thrillers, too. Oh? Yes, though Miriam, my eldest daughter, is trying to remould my taste. I, I wonder... Uh, I, I don't suppose you've ever read this one? The uh, Girl in the Bloodstained Bikini. I don't think so. Is it any good? You mustn't ask me. I wrote it. You? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. It's just that well, you don't look the sort of person who writes books like that. 
Nestor Trage, is that really you? It's not fame and it's not riches. Most people who know think I'm a bit of an ass. But I, I enjoy it. Well, of course it's creative. Everyone has to create things to justify their existence. Not that I've ever created anything except a hooked rug one winter when I was ill. Oh. And my three daughters. But that's hardly the same thing. Writing, I call truly creative. You're very encouraging. I, I wonder... I, I, I wonder if I might ask you to read this little effort. It's my sixth, my, my best, I think. I, I value your opinion. Really? I'd love to read it. Oh, dear, it won't go in my handbag. What a pity. Miriam won't be too pleased to see me with it. I'm afraid the cover is a bit lurid. Oh, no, no, it's not that. It's just she'll think I've been hanging round the bookstalls again. And she told me to go to a portrait exhibition. Well, <laughs> I'd better be off, I suppose, if I'm to meet her at the time we arrange. And so must I. Well, Mr. Abercrombie will think I've died on him at last. I I'm in beds there, you know. In beds? I sell beds. Huh? For, for sleeping in, at Abercrombie's. Oh, I see. The thrillers are just a hobby. How interesting. I never met anyone who sold beds before. I, I mean, not, not socially. I, I, I bought beds, of course. But... Will you really read The Girl in the Bloodstained Bikini? You don't have to, you know. But I want to. You must give me your address so I can return it. And I'll give you mine, if you like. I'm staying with my daughter, Miriam, at, at, at present. Oh, where's my diary? Oh. I'll write it down on this. The name's Gordon Disher, as opposed to Lester Drage. Mine's Louise Bickford. I think I've got no card somewhere. It's... Yes, I'll just order Gordon. the address to Miriam's. And then... Six. Oh, there we are. Thank you. Goodbye, Mrs. Bickford. Please write to me. Yes, I will. Oh, why is it, Mother, that you're never in the place we agree to meet? I always seem to forget. Oh, Granny. Oh, here, Simon. I bought you each a bar of chocolate. Gosh, super nice, Granny. Wouldn't. It's so bad for their teeth. Judy's asleep. Did you see the pictures? Oh, what, dear? But did you go to the portrait gallery? Oh, um, uh, well, no, dear. I didn't have time to in the end. The afternoon just seemed to fly. And it was so windy, I couldn't stay out in the streets any longer. So I went into Lyons. Did you have baked beans? Um, no, because we just had lunch. I only had a cup of tea. Oh, what a bore. I met such a nice man, Miriam. He was sitting at my table and we got talking. He was pat and gentle and looked rather neglected. And he, he sells beds. Oh, really, Mother? Well, somebody has to sell beds. But he does something else, too. He he writes books. Oh? Not what you'd call books, but the kind I like. This, this sort of thing. The girl in... Oh, really, Mother? He gave it to me to read. He wanted my opinion oh, of it. Really? Now, don't say really, Mother, because he couldn't have been nicer. He was a little common, I think, and I liked him. Mother being democratic again. Simon, do stop kicking the back of the seat, darling. Oh, wonder what sort of day Ellen's had. Oh, probably hanging about, doing nothing as usual. I've never known such a child for just sitting around. I wish she'd been with us today. So she could have met your bed salesman? Yes. She'd have liked him, too. Oh. Come on, wake up, Simon. Hello, Ellen, darling. Hello, Granny. Did you have a nice time? Very. So did Mrs. Match and I. She told me all about when she was in hospital while we were cleaning the silver. It's better out than in, Mrs. Match, they said. Did they? Yes. 
But they wouldn't let her bring it home in a jam jar. Oh, dear. What did you do? Well, I had quite an adventure. I met a man in Lyons, and he was so nice, I felt as if I'd known him quite a long time, like you did with that stray dog that followed you five miles on a bicycle. Oh, yes. I wish they'd let me keep him. I don't see why everything has to have a pedigree. Nor do I. Go on about your friend. Well, we talked. Ellen, come and help with the parcels. Why should everyone else do all the work? It's their clothes. Come on, we'll both help. Here you are, darling. Put that in Simon's room. All right. I must tell you about Mrs. Match, Mummy. Her operation. She was telling me... I'm not interested in Mrs. Match's surgical history, and neither should you be now. Upstairs with that parcel. Oh, Judy, don't go down to the stables now, darling. It's nearly time for your bath. You must tell me more about Mrs. Match later. And you about your man. There's no need for you to hang around, Mother. That's nearly the lot. Well, I'll go and start Judy's bath. Oh, it's all right. Ellen can see to that. Well, the supper, then. Is is there anything... No, really. I prepared the casserole before we left this morning. Mrs. Match will have done the potatoes. There's nothing you can do. Oh, well then, I'll just go on in. Righto. Oh, and the meal won't be till eight o'clock. Arthur's coming on the later train tonight. Tired? Hardly fresh as a mountain stream. How was London? Oh, you should know. You were there too. In court. And that's not anywhere except in a padded cell. Old Fowler dithered and drooled and made his senile jokes. (laughs) Oh, he was never much of a judge, even when he had his faculties. No. Did you ring Eva about your mother? Yes. Well, did she give a date? No, she's infuriatingly vague. Oh, I'm sorry, Arthur, I know it's a bind. No, I didn't say anything. No. I need a drink. Do you know one of the things about your mother that gets on my nerves most? What? The drinks farce every evening. The way she always has to demur when I offer her one. One of these days she won't get one unless she learns to say, I'd love one, just what I want. Well, how can she? She feels it's charity. Good God. People who've got nothing can't afford to be proud. Oh, Ellen, I've told you a thousand times not to pick them, darling. They don't last, and it's so trippy. It was my fault, Miriam. I suggested Well, Ellen should should know better. Now, run upstairs and wash your hands. There's a good girl. It's nearly lunchtime. Yes, Mummy. Can't I do the gravy for you? No, thank you, Mother. Mine does tend to be lumpy. Then let me take the plates in. That's something I can do. No, leave them, please. Oh, you must let me do something. Oh, now look what you've done. That gravy boat was part of the set, too. Oh, I told you not to bother. I wish you... Oh. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry I was cross. I'm sorry, I was stubborn. Uh, I'll, I'll clear up the pieces. All right. Mother, yes. I've been thinking. It's your birthday next weekend. Best forgotten. No, to the contrary. I think it's a very good excuse for a family party. You mean all the family? Well, I don't see why not. Eva hasn't far to come, and it won't hurt Anne to stir herself from Bedfordshire for once. Happy birthday, Mother. Thank you. Mm. And, darling. God, what does she look like? Still goes to the village barber for a haircut, obviously. She's left the dogs behind. That's something. She's fatter than ever, too. Perhaps she's pregnant. Anne? You know how she feels on that score. Oh, couldn't face the wear and tear. Pity, though. Frank would love a baby. I thought pig breeding was more his metier. I'll go and see to the cocktails. Oh, she'll probably want beer. Uh. Uh, Hello, Anne. Watch out. 
I'm sorry Frank couldn't come, too. Yes, and so am I. And leave the goats and the chickens. Oh, what's your Arthur? Give us a cigarette. There's a Actually, it's just as well Frank couldn't make it with Eva springing this boyfriend of hers on us at the last minute. We'd have had to use odd chairs. I wonder what he's like, Eva's friend. Oh, an actor for a start. Oh, she said that much. David something. Oh, it did ring a bell. I wish she'd find someone solid. More like Arthur. Come on, Mother. We don't want to be hanging about in the hall when they arrive. It'll look so obvious. There's the signpost, David. Monk Stitchling, half a mile. Their house is this side of the village. <laughs> if you can call it a village when the grocer sells foie gras and peaches and brandy. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry to let you in for this. Well, at least we can be together. We can hold hands under the table or whatever. Yes. And we'll try and get away reasonably early. If I have to drag you. Three weeks today. Hmm? Three weeks since we met. Ah, the BBC Club will never seem the same again. No, it won't. I do love you. The house is just along here on the right. You can't miss it. There's a lot of unnecessary thatch. What? Well, I think it's unnecessary. I mean, a thatched lichgate when the house is tiled. But then you don't really belong in Monk's Ditchling unless you've acquired the services of Samuel Judd. Who? The last living thatcher in the county. He's the favourite topic of conversation at dinner parties. Well, wait and see. He's positively the last Thatcher left in the county, you know, David. We were frightfully lucky to get him. Yes, yes, I can <laughs> and imagine. he's quite a character, too. You really ought to see him. Turns up in a green bowler hat with his blowing straw and shears. Sounds like something out of the archers. <laughs> I do like him, Eva. Sorry, Mother. I do like your friend. Oh, good. He was so sweet with the children earlier. Just right. Friendly without being a bunkiller. Uh, do you know who he reminds me of a little? Gerald du Maurier. Uh, to look at, I mean. That is high praise coming from you. Oh, but I wouldn't tell him so. He doesn't like to remind people of anyone except himself. That's enough there. There was Frank. In camouflage, commando, battle dress, prostrate in the ditch all night. And did he catch the fox? No, only a stinking cold. <laughs> Excuse me a minute, Anne. I'll just get some more rosé. Our glasses are looking a bit empty. Oh, another beer will do me. Hey, chuck us over an ashtray, Mother. Oh, it's all going rather well, isn't it? Straight from Gallsworthy. Well, mother looks happy anyway. Are you going to say a few words? Oh, why do you think I'm getting some more wine? Oh, good. She'll like that. Maybe something about her looking as young I've as... got it all taped. Oh, I made some notes while I was dressing. Uh, don't worry, it'll sound quite spontaneous. Now then, let's fill the glasses. I'm still... I said beer, Arthur. Oh, Mother. Now then, has everyone got a drink? <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Good. Yes, thank you. Well, I don't think we can let such an auspicious occasion go by without drinking a toast to the birthday girl. Right, right, sir. I'd just like to say, Mother, how good it is to see you like this with your family all around you. And the ridiculous thing is you look more like their sister than their mother. Oh, she does. Yes, you do. You look as youthful as ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I shan't embarrass you by cataloguing all your virtues. Besides, we'd be here all night. But we all know them and love you for them. And I don't need to tell you what a very special place you hold in all our hearts. Very well said. Oh, well, thank you. I... To Mother, a very happy birthday. Martha. To Mother. Happy birthday, Mrs. Vickford. Well, thank you. Thank you all, and and especially you and Miriam, Arthur, for giving me such a lovely party. Oh, it was our I... pleasure entirely. After all, I don't suppose we'll have you with us at Pleasant Ways that much longer. 
Oh, uh, Eva. David. Mother's a little uncertain about her plans still. Yes. She wants to know when she's going to you. No, no, that's all, all right. I never said... Whatever Mother wants, naturally. I'm longing to have her and the room's all ready. How soon can you come? I'm sorry, David. But what else could I say? You saw her face. Yes. Your sister couldn't have manoeuvred it better, could she? Well, I don't really blame her. It is my turn to have mother. I've just been putting it off for, well, obvious reasons. It is going to complicate matters a bit, isn't it? Having her in the flat. Still, where there's a will... There's a will, all right. She does go to bed pretty early. You'll still be able to come round after the show. And she's not much enjoying the day. She spends most of her time pottering round the shop. Just along to the right, madam. Oh, thank you. Yes, madam? Can I... Mrs. Bickford, I'm delighted to see you again. I, I, I didn't think I would. You didn't answer my letter. No. Well, why didn't you? Well, to tell you the truth, after I gave you the book, I thought perhaps I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have? Why ever not? It didn't seem right. I... I thought you'd probably written because you were kind and thought it rude not to. How silly of you. It, it was true what I said about the book. I loved it. I'd like to read some more. You would? Yes. Well, perhaps we could have tea again sometime and you could bring another one. Yes, I, I will. I'll, I'll bring you kisses and corpses if you like. That sounds most intriguing. I've only got one copy, but I'll give it to you to keep. <laughs> if you'd accept it, that is. Well, if you really want me to. Please, no one's ever taken such an interest in my work before. I, I tell you what... You must come to tea with me at my daughter's. Oh, uh, uh, not Miriam, my second daughter, Eva. She lives in Kensington. I've been staying with her for the last month. Uh, that is, if you'd care to uh, uh, come to tea, I mean. I'd be delighted. Would next Sunday suit you, then? Yes. Only I happen to know that Eva's going to be out that day, so we won't be in her way. Cakes, biscuits, sandwiches. Bread. Oh, no, they can't come back. Oh, I'm so glad we got away. Oh. oh, they probably thought us rude as hell leaving as soon as we'd had lunch. Well, honestly, those people they oh. had there. And then suggesting bridge. If it had been poker, even. At least we were spared tennis on that dreadful court. <laughs> Just as well it rained. Oh, I can't think why we went, really. This is much nicer. Yes. Did you ever go there with Francis? Of course. I told you I've known Jack and Diana for years. What if I did? Now, don't make a thing of it, Evie. Let's have some coffee. In a minute. Kiss me first. Hmm. Um. Oh, don't go and see her next week, David. It could be done just as easily by letter. Eva, we've been through all that. Let me handle it my own way, will you? Oh, no. Mother's boyfriend. Hello. I'd forgotten. What? She was inviting some man to tea. I said the flat oh. would be free. Oh, hell, I just have to block it out. Hello. Do come in. I'm delighted to meet you. Mother's telling oh, me so no, much no, about it. All right, dear. We'll, we'll have tea out somewhere. The rain's stacking off, I think. Uh, come along, Mr. Ditcher. I'll, I'll see you later, Hello. Eva. Goodbye. 
Oh, God. A few digestive biscuits. <laughs> Mrs. Dill on the ground floor back. Always obliged. Yes, you shouldn't have bothered. Oh, no bother. I see you've made friends with Tiger already. Oh, yes, he's a lovely cat, aren't you, Tiger? Tea should have brewed by now. What a nice, cosy room this is. Hardly palatial, but it suits me. Yes. I hope you didn't mind my suggesting we came back here, only tea places get so crowded on a Sunday. Glad you did. This is much pleasanter. There. Mm. I wish I had a little place of my own like this. Couldn't you? I can't afford it, you see. I've hardly any money of my own. My late husband tended to speculate. Not very successfully, it turned out. So I have to live with my daughters. I'm sorry. I dump myself on each in turn, except in the winter months. Then I stay on the Isle of Wight. An old school friend of mine runs a hotel near Ride, and she lets me have a room there for next to nothing during the off-season. I don't think her husband approves much, but Sybil's very kind. And it does mean that for three months at least, I needn't impose on the girls. Wait. Is that what it seems to you? An imposition? Well, it is, isn't it? Landing on them for weeks on end, upsetting their routine. Oh, they're very kind, but... I know I'm in the way, really, but it's not easy, you know, living under an obligation. No. I, I wouldn't mind if I felt I was of some use to them. Life seems so aimless when you're no use to anybody. Hmm. Why am I telling you all this? I don't usually tell people. To your right? Delicious. Were yes. you ever married, Mr. Disher? Alas, no. I'm what they call a confirmed bachelor. Though I often wished it otherwise. But then why? I lived with my mother, you see, till I was, well, really past the age of thinking about such things. She, she didn't want me to marry. How could she stop you? Well, she reason on her side. I, I wasn't in the shape for it. Well, I aren't now. I never shall be. You've never got the chance. But that's absurd. No. no a, a diabetic shouldn't marry. That's oh. what my mother thought. Well, she took wonderful care of me. I miss her very much now she's passed on. Of course you would. You, 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 you didn't mind my telling you this? I mean, some people think it's not nice to talk about sickness. That's silly. I think it's very interesting. Well, I think it's bad luck, too. I, I'm sorry. Please don't be. I, mean, I wasn't complaining. It's merely an inconvenience. I suppose you have to be very careful what you eat. Well, one has to regulate one's diet and that, but... Well, I'm quite happy, you know. <laughs> now... I've my job and my writing, a place to live. What more could you want? Well, company? Well, I'd rather live on my own than with someone who didn't share my ways. Well, there was a young lady once, you know, before they found out what was wrong with me. No, I, I count myself fortunate. If nothing else, I know where I stand. Yes, yes, you... You are fortunate there. Oh, hello, Mother, you're back. Hello, darling. Is, is David still here? If, if so, I... No, no, he's gone now. I'm awfully sorry about your tea party. Really didn't matter. As it happened, we had a very pleasant time. We went back to his rooms in Fulham. Watch it, Mother. You'll be getting a bad name. <laughs> I know. Miriam would think it disgraceful. But he's so very kind. Well, come on in, then. Yes, dear. I tell you what. Ask him over sometime next week. You can have the flat to yourself any day you like. That's not necessary. I, I don't like to interfere with your plans. Shan't have any except work. You know that new play I let you read. Uh, you mean the one about... The prostitute turned uh, faith healer, yes. 
Well, the boys are going to a sort of tentative rehearsal, although it still hasn't got any backing. And David will be away for a while. His show closed yesterday. Oh, what a pity. I is he going on tour, then? No, he's going to Windsor to see his wife about some legal thing. Eva, I didn't They're know. separated. There'll be a divorce soon. Are there any children? One. Oh, Eva. No, Mother, don't owe Eva me. I haven't broken up his home, if that's what you think. His wife's a bitch. Well, he hardly ever talks about her, but I know she is. But, darling. Oh, my poor Eva. I told you. He's going to get a divorce. But, no, please, drop it, Mother. I'm 27. I have to go my own way. Dear Mr. Disher, as you will see, I am now staying at Stone Farm with my daughter, Anne, and her husband, Frank. I think you'd like Frank. He's a good man. At the time of their marriage, my husband was opposed to it, said Anne was marrying beneath her just because Frank was only a smallholder. But I've always thought she did very well for herself. Frank? Here, Mother, let me take those buckets. I thought it was about time the chickens had their feed. You know something? You're getting to be a real help to me. Any fool can feed chickens and collect eggs. Oh, you don't want to play yourself down. You got quite away with those hens. Not everyone has it. People think fowls have no sense. They need to be treated right, same as people. Old Harry puts them in a fluster every time he goes near the houses. That's because he's their executioner. Yeah, that's true. He really seems to enjoy the slaughter, too. Chicken killing time is one of the few occasions he smiles. Stays off the beer for five minutes, too, come to that. Isn't that so, Harry? Oh, hello, Harry. What's up? I say there's nothing like a spot of chicken killing to put a grin on your face. Oh, ah. Uh... Here, shall we go and see the pigs, then? All right. You coming, Mother? Oh, all right. See how Daisy's doing. Hello there, old girl. Here, pass us that stick over. She likes to have her back scratched, don't you, Daisy? She looks very large. Oh, that long now, hey, Harry? Uh, How many babies do you suppose she'll have, Frank? Could be anything up to a dozen. Grace, she's certainly a magnificent-looking sow. Yeah, and she's going to have a fine litter for me, aren't you, Daisy? Ah. Uh, Lots of money there. Well, I'd better get back to the house, I suppose. Give Anne a hand with the supper. Ah, right. Anne? Here. Budge over, boxer. Oh, isn't it time we thought about supper? This is a load of tripe, Mother. What? This thriller you lent me. Do you really know the man who wrote it? Yes, I do. I can't imagine anyone actually sitting down and writing this kind of bilge. I think it's very good. It takes a lot of skill. I'm sure I wouldn't have any idea how to go about it, and I don't suppose you would either. I wouldn't try. I haven't sung that low yet. You wouldn't have the application either. Too right, I wouldn't. I'll put the kettle on. What had you thought of having for supper? Oh, I haven't really. Whatever's in the larder. Oh, there's still some cold meat left from yesterday. And I'll pick a lettuce and some tomato, shall I? The lettuces are beauties. Frank certainly has a way with vegetables. They're growing splendidly. Why shouldn't they? He puts them in the ground, they take root. Why shouldn't they grow? Huh. You don't know the half of it, Annie. You ought to come out with your mother sometime. Help do some of the things that make them grow. 
don't keep on at me. I'm tired. My legs are aching. Well, you're not sickening for something, are you? Well, if you must know, I'm going to have a baby. Annie! Oh, Annie, you clever girl. Oh, what's so damn clever about it? I think he's awful. No! Well, it's just lovely. Oh, don't start getting soppy, Frank. I don't want you mooning over me like you do over that bloody pig. Oh, God, I feel dreadful. Chuck over that package of fags, Mother. Do you really think you should smoke so heavily in your condition? Either that or become a nervous wreck. Where's Frank? Oh, need I ask? The animals have to be fed, dear. <sighs> Lucky old Eva, eh? Sunning herself in Italy with that matinee idol of hers. He's only one of a party. Oh, yeah. And what about that new play she was on about? Did it die a natural death? Of course not. They just had to postpone it for a while. I'm glad Eva needs a holiday. <laughs> Who doesn't? But a fat lot of chance I've got of... Frank? Oh, my God. Frank, what happened? My fingers. The chopping machine. Oh. You'd better ring the hospital. Oh, now, Anne, it's no use getting yourself in a state about it, darling. He's in good hands, and the doctor said he'd be all right in a few days, didn't he? Let's get up off the floor, shall we? It's all right, Boxer. That's it. Come and sit down. I need a drink. Yes, I'll put the kettle on. A drink, Mother, a large gin. Do you think that's altogether... Oh, right? I'll get it myself. Oh, dear. Well, I'm not sure that I would. Oh, well. Oh, that's better. Do you want one? I think perhaps I will. Just a tiny one. I must say I feel a bit shaky, too. Thank you. Oh, what a dreadful thing to happen. I'll never forget seeing Frank coming in that Don't, door. Don't, uh, please. Y you shall go to bed early, dear, and I'll give you some aspirin so you can get a good night's sleep, not worry about Frank. I'm not worrying about him. Silly fool doing a thing like that. Anne. Well, good God, he's used that cutter hundreds of times. But that hand, ugh, revolting. He could at least have covered it. Can you be so selfish? I'm not. Frank knows what the sight of blood does to me. He might have thought. But just coming in and standing there with... Ugh. Oh, let's have another drink and think about something else. Now, we mustn't forget Thursday's the poultry man's day. The chickens will have to be killed in trust. Still, that's something Harry enjoys, luckily. Perhaps he'll be a little more cooperative than he was today. Lady so-and-so. I must say, he seemed to get even slower as the day went on. Mind you, uh, I've an idea he was at the pub in the lunch hour. He's useless. Anyway, we managed between us somehow. Oh, I don't know when I felt so tired. Well, Frank had better be out of hospital soon or he'll find his mother-in-law in with him. You've really pooped yourself today. I have, haven't I? Good of you. I'm tired, too. Let's go to bed. When you go on up, I, I just remembered I didn't lock up the chicken houses. Skip it tonight. Oh, I better not. I know Frank's always very particular about it. And if there'd been chicken thieves in the neighbourhood... Oh, yes, he'd have had a fit if he found his precious poultry gone. I certainly wouldn't like it to happen through my negligence. I won't be long. There. Good night, chickens.
babies every day. But isn't there something you're supposed to do for them? Let her get on with it. But I'm sure there's something. If I were a pig, I'd just want to be left alone to get on with the revolting business. No, no, no. You have to help them in some way. You, you must know, Anne. I remember Frank saying he always stays up with the pigs when they're having babies. More fool him. You know how daft he is about those damn sows. No, but he has to stay up with them, I mean. I, I, I'm sure he told me why, but I just can't think. Oh, please, Anne, put a coat on and come and look at her. I'm not a blooming midwife. Well, neither am I. But if you could just come and look. No fear. I'm not traipsing out there at this time of night. Oh, what are you going to do? I don't know what to do. I'd better fetch Harry, I think. Well, take one of the dogs if you're going to go down the road. Oh, go on, Boxer. You'd better go with her. Harry! Harry! This is Mrs. Bickford, Frank's mother-in-law. Are you there, Harry? Oh, dear. Harry! Please open the door. Oh. Hmm? Thank heavens. You must come at once. Daisy's in labor, and I don't know what... You ain't delivering no free normally, John. No. You don't want to come around no. here each time and night talking to me. Come on, you Boxer. He's no use to us. Don't you come around here at night when I ain't working, eh? Huh? Here I am, Daisy. How are you? Oh, the poor little thing. You must have rolled on it. You mustn't do that, not to the others. You mustn't, for Frank's sake. No! No, Daisy, don't! Oh, what to do? Oh, poor Daisy. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't get under my feet, boy. I'm trying to get the breakfast. Oh, fancy an egg, Mother. No, you Sam. I'm finished. Hey? I can't go on any longer. You're not still upset about those piglets, are you? We weren't to know about the farrowing pen. It's not that. It's the goop. What about them? They have to be milked. Harry's not here, and I don't know how to do it. I tried with one just now, and she nearly kicked me over. Is that all? Well, grief, I know how to milk goats. You, you do? Of course. I learned at that farm camp you used to send me to. Remember, I don't do it when Frank's here because he's so damn particular. He'd say I didn't do it oh. right. Uh, There's a dishcloth. Mop your eyes and stop being so soppy. I'll milk the blasted animals until their insides drop out if they're not careful. Honey! Mother! 
Anyone here? Frank, what are you doing back? They said I could come home. They needed the bed. They tried to phone all the morning to ask Annie to come and fetch me, but they couldn't get any answer. No, well, she wasn't indoors. Uh, she's all right, is she? More than all right. Come and see what she's done. Oh? Annie? Look who's here, Annie. Hello, Annie, love. Oh, you're back, are you? Look, Frank, in the tin bath there. She killed them all herself. Annie! Isn't she marvellous? She's been working like a Trojan while you've been away. She's been absolutely splendid. Oh, Annie. Don't come near me in that suit, Frank. I'm filthy. Never mind that. You're a wonderful girl. I'm proud of you. You don't have to be. Good thing to get some of those damn birds out of the way, if you ask me. <sighs> Well, they'll need to be trussed before Barker's man arrives. Where's Harry, anyway? Drunk, of course. You might have known he'd be no use. Ah, well, looks like you and Mother have done wonders. Um, Annie, I, I shan't be able to do much with this hand for a while. Do you think you could possibly, if I show you how... To... For God's sake, Frank. I've been working myself to death ever since you mashed yourself up. I'm not doing any more. You'll have to get one of your village pals to help you. <laughs> It was you who did most of the work, wasn't it, Mother? No, honestly, she did work hard after the first day. I don't know what made her, but she did. I, I don't know what's made her stop the minute you come home, either. Yeah, Han's a funny girl. Well, anyway, I can't thank you enough for your share of the work. I enjoyed it. I don't often get a chance to be useful. Uh, uh, Frank, hmm? there's something I've got to tell you. You won't like it. Oh, spill it, then. I can take anything after that hospital. Come with me, then. All right. I want to show you something. Over here, behind the manure heap. There. <laughs> What's this? Been doing some digging? Yes. <laughs> Aren't you going to grow here, then? Pumpkins? Don't joke, please. Frank, it's... It's Daisy's baby. Undo these buttons, would you, Annie? I can't manage with one hand. You need a nurse maid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Annie? Mm? How about asking your mother to stay on a bit longer? I know she's supposed to go at the end of the week, but oh, let's face it, I'm a bit of a cripple now, and I need all the help I can get. I shouldn't have thought Mother was much help. Oh, she is, though. Look what she did when I was away. <laughs> I suppose I didn't do a thing. Oh, of course, dear. I know you did most of it, but still... Still what? Well, she feels so bad about the pigs, and I thought if she could think I needed her, it, it'd make her feel a bit better about it. Of course, it was a bit of a blow to me, but... Well, I, I hate to see her, you know, so sort of sorry and humble. It's all arranged now. Miriam's expecting her on Friday, and she won't like it if things are changed. Never knew Miriam was that keen to have your mother. Don't be sarcastic. It doesn't become you. You know what Miriam is, though. She's probably got her dainty little vase of flowers in the spare room already. How nice the flowers look. You did them, didn't you, Ellen? Yes. Our kind of flowers. There's a foxglove. They don't look quite as fresh as they did when I picked them. Do you really like them, Granny? Immensely. How was it at Aunt Anne's? Oh, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, pass me that clothes hanger, would you? 
Uncle Frank had an accident to his hand and I had to run the farm all on my own for a few days. Small holding, Mother. Scarcely a farm. How's the unpacking going? I'm nearly through. The cobs are looking in for cocktails later. Oh, how nice. Run along, Ellen, and put on a clean blouse before they arrive. Yes, Mummy. Oh, and try and do something about your hair. See you later, Ellen. Yes. Oh, I suppose all children go through the plain stage. Oh, Mother... You can't possibly be wearing that old dress still. I remember you buying it donkeys years ago. Before I was married, I oh, believe. Clothes were made differently then. They were made to last. Well, that wasn't. It died quietly some time ago, but no one buried it. Oh, let me buy you another one. Well, it's very kind of you, dear, but... Now, I... no arguments. I was going to suggest we got you something new before you went to Anne's, but there didn't seem much point. But now you're back in civilization. Well, it's, it's awfully sweet And you'll you. want something decent to wear in the Isle of Wight. The only trouble is finding a free day to take you up to town. You know what it is at this time of year. There's always something on in the village. Quite. I know how involved you are. Why don't you go out by train one day? Get a dress on my account somewhere. Oh, oh I couldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't know what to spend. I, I don't want you spending your money on me anyway. Oh, Mother, a present's a present. Don't quibble about accepting it and don't worry about the price. I can't help it. Well, just get something you like. Well, I... Give me some sort of idea of what I should spend. Oh, very good. Well, up to 20 pounds, say. Good heavens, I wouldn't dream of spending all that. Well, don't go and get some frightful bargain thing anyway. No one over 40 should ever buy anything in a bargain basement. Mm, no, dear. Well, I think perhaps I'll go up to town next Saturday then, if you won't be needing me here. Well, you're not a servant, Mother. You know you're welcome to come and go as you like. But why choose a day that'll only give you the morning to shop? Even if you get an early train, it won't leave you much time to look around. It won't take me long. I know what I like. Mother, you know you're a prime ditherer. All the same, I'd like to go on Saturday. Well, I can't think why, but have it your own way. Hello there. Hello, Mr. Disher. You're late. Uh, be better late than never. Well, so they say, but I was afraid he wouldn't get here before I had to leave the department. Well, we, we can go now. It's just on time. Oh, uh, but, but, Mr. Disher, I'm afraid there's been a slight hitch. It's Ellen, my granddaughter, the one I've mentioned. Well, the, uh, the little girl who collects wildflowers. That's right. Well, well she's with me now. Where? Uh, over there on the four-poster looking like a dead crusader. Ah. She asked last night if she could come to London with me, and, well, the others are all off to a horse show, and uh, I do apologise. Perhaps we could have lunch some other day. I'll be coming up again soon before I go to the Isle of Wight. I'm so sorry to upset our plan. But, but you haven't. I'm, I'm glad to have the little girl, too. Oh, no, I wouldn't dream I'm of letting you... I'm glad to have her, I said. <laughs> Well, Ellen, uh, uh, come and meet Mr. Disher. How do you do, Ellen? Hello. And how did you find the beds, madam? Very comfy, thank you. I think I'll buy the one with the knobs that unscrew and the blue mattress. I'll have it shipped for you, madam. <laughs> <laughs> we must go. We'll be locked in here for the weekend. You, you, you ladies go out the front way and I'll meet you outside. Well, where are we going? Well, well I, I had thought to take you to a little restaurant I go to sometimes in Soho, but I, I think perhaps it'd be better if we found somewhere it'd be more fun for Ellen. Fountains, music, that sort of thing. See you down there. He's nice. I told you he was. I'd like chicken and peas and chips, if that's all right. Have anything you like. Oh, but it costs an awful lot. I'd better not. Money is no object. We're here to enjoy ourselves. Uh, right, then. Uh, right. The young lady will have a yes, chicken dear. with peas Can I take my plate out? Peas it hurts my mouth. You're not supposed to, are you? Oh, we'll just for one today. Steak. Oh, very well, well, well done. This is a treat. Uh, also with Pass it to me under the table. And uh, let me see. Yes, I'd better have the roast lamb with cabbage and boiled potatoes. Yes, Thank you. <laughs> boiled potatoes and cabbage? Ugh. Unfortunately, I can't always choose what I'd like to. <laughs> I have to be very careful with my diet. What's wrong 
told you then, Mr. Disher. Why do you have to be on a diet? Uh, uh, Ellen. That's all right. It's something they call diabetes mellitus. Gosh, what's that? Well, it's all due to the pancreas, they say. Pancreas? That's the thing that lies under your stomach, like a fish under a stove. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <laughs> it's almost as good as Mrs. Matthew's operation, Granny. It was a super lunch too, wasn't it? Super. He must be awfully rich. Oh, no, I don't think so. But look what we ate. And when the bill came, he didn't add it all up like Daddy does. Why don't you marry him? Oh, no. <laughs> don't be silly. People don't get married at my age. They do. Miss Porter in the village did. She married her childhood sweetheart as soon as his wife died. Marry him, Granny. You could be rich and have your own house instead of living in other people's spare rooms all the time. Yeah, uh, use my comb. And I could come and stay with you both. I'd like that. Do your hair and stop daydreaming. Where are we going? Will you take us to the cinema, do you think? We'll see. Portobello Market. It's ages since I was here. What a very good idea. I thought it'd be something a bit out of the ordinary. See that baby over there, Granny? It's wrapped up in the Union Jack. Oh, 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 and look, there's a suit of armor. I love wandering around these stalls. I must buy some little thing for Miriam. But it's Jacobean, dear. You'd have to help me if I need to do any bargaining, though. I'm hopeless at that sort of thing. When you spot something, just you give me the nod. Oh, look, Ellie. There's a man with some monkeys. Oh, yes. Granny, look. Look what I bought. Oh, a picture. Look at it. Goodbye, old friend. The old friend's the horse. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful, darling, but it's very sad. It's all right, Granny. It isn't the horse that's dying. It's the man. It's to hang over my bed. I got it for only 30 pence. The man said it was a bargain. It was, if you like it so much. The frame isn't broken or anything, and it's even got the string on it. Where's Mr. Disher? I must show it to him. If you'd just wrap it in a piece of newspaper, please. Oh, sure, there sure. you are. What have you bought? Yes, what have you bought? Oh, nothing much. Just a present for someone. Thank you. Oh, dear. After all that, we're early. The train doesn't go for ages yet. I'll go and get you an evening paper. Oh. Can I come, too? I want to see if they've got any of your books. You about a bench, Granny. Righto. Hello, Mother. Eva! What a coincidence. Not really. I rang Miriam's and she told me what train you were catching back. I knew you'd be half an hour too early, so I thought I'd come and say hello. How sweet of you, darling. And how brown you are. Oh, it's fading already. Oh, you should have seen me when I first got back. I was mahogany. Well, let's go and have some tea. You've got ours yet. Where's Ellen? Uh, uh, over there by the bookstall. Well, that fat man? Oh, I know him, don't I? It's your friend. The one I was so rude to about the tea party. <laughs> they look rather like an elephant and sparrow together, don't they? They do, rather. You look tired, Eve. Oh, Mother, don't start... I'm not sleeping very well, as a matter of fact, but it'll pass. You know, I get spells like this. You're not overworking. Anything but. Things are a bit slack at present. What about the play? 
The boys are still messing about rewriting the third act. How's David? Oh, he's fine. Sends you his regards. He likes you, you know. I like him too. But if I... you're still worrying about him and me, don't. Things will work out all right. You won't have to be shocked. Nothing you did could ever shock me. No. It could only distress you. Hello, Auntie Eva. Hello, Ellen. And Mr. Disher, we meet again. My daughter, Eva. How do you do? You must come and have a cup of tea with us now. Please do. To make up for the tea you didn't have before. Well, it, it's very kind of you, but I, I have to be getting along. Uh, thanks all the same. Oh, must you? I, I'm afraid so. What a shame. I, I'll say goodbye then, Miss Bickford. I enjoyed it so much. So did I. Very much indeed. Goodbye, Ellen. Goodbye, and thank you for a super time. Look, Auntie Eva, we went to Portobello Market, and look what I bought. Well, just a minute. This is for you. For me? Please don't be offended. I, I couldn't resist it. Oh, it's a scent bottle, isn't it? Cut glass, too. How very attractive. If you care to look on the cap, there's something inscribed. Oh, Louise, my name. I felt I had to get it for you. It's beautiful. Co co coincidence seemed too much. You really like it? It's the nicest present I ever had. Take that fence again, Simon. Yes, Daddy. Oh, I, I don't think I can watch them anymore, Miriam. It is a bit nerve-wracking, isn't it? The way that animal sort of swerves at each fence. Do you really think it's wise for Simon to enter that jumping event next Saturday? It seems such a nervous creature. Well, the ponies are Arthur's department. It's no use arguing with him. I've told him not to blame me if the child breaks his neck. Granny! Hello, darling. Look what happened to Ellen that time. Well, Simon's a far better rider than she ever was. Granny, there's someone to see you. Oh, to see Granny? Yes, a lady. I put her in the drawing room. Did she give a name? Yes, but I've forgotten it. Oh, really, Ellen? It's probably one of your London friends, Mother. I can't think who. Well, I'd better go and see anyway. Did she have a suitcase with her, Ellen? No, why? I thought perhaps she might be selling something. She might have one in the car. She's got a super car. Oh. And she smells expensive, too. Oh, I just remember what her name was. Gower, like Auntie Eva's friend. What? You know that nice man she brought down for your birthday party that time? His name was Gower, wasn't it? David Gower. Yes, it was. Well, this is Mrs. Gower. Hello, Eva. Hello, Mother. How lovely to see you. Come on in. Here, let me take your coat. Thank you. What brings you up, anyway? I, um, I had to see the bank manager. Is something the matter? You look tired. I, I didn't have too good a night. Oh, last time I saw you, it was me who wasn't sleeping. But you are again now. Oh, yes, I feel marvellous. Although I didn't get in till three this morning. David and I had a really fabulous evening. We saw that new American musical and then went on to a very swish nightclub afterwards. It was just one of those good evenings when everything goes right, you know? <laughs> Can you bear a mustard pickle sandwich or shall I scramble you an egg or something? Well, I, I don't think I want anything, really. You haven't had lunch already, have you? No, I, I just... E e Eva, I want to talk to you. We are talking. Well, I'd rather you came and sat down. 
Okay, then. Well, talk away. I, I'm going to tell you something you won't like. Tell all. I can stand anything today. I feel great in spite of all the champagne last night. I, I saw David's wife yesterday. Bad luck. That can't have been much fun for you. It wasn't. Uh, oh, uh, not that she wasn't nice. She was. But what she came to tell me wasn't nice. You mean she actually came down to Miriam's to see you? Of all the bloody nerve. What was she doing? Playing the wronged wife, I suppose. Oh, my God, something. Eva, please listen. If, if you just let... Let you what? That bitch has upset you. I think it's vile of her to come and bother you like that. She's not playing the game by the rules. No, it's you who are not sticking to the rules. You are not playing fair, either with her or yourself. Oh, for God's sake, let's stop talking like captain of a hockey team. So Frances Gower went to see you. I suppose she dragged the poor little orphan child along too. What am I supposed to do? Burst into tears? Eva, Mrs. Gower came out of kindness. <laughs> kindness? Yes, you'll hate what I'm going to say. You've said that before. Get on and say it. She came... Because she wanted to help you. Oh, now, don't keep snorting like that. She was genuine. She, she believes, and, and, and you've certainly given me that impression, that you think David is going to divorce her and marry you. I don't think he is. No, Eva. David will never marry you, darling. He has no intention of leaving his wife. She wanted me to tell you because she knew you wouldn't listen to her. Don't you see, Mother? She's just using you. It's obvious. She'll just pull every trick she knows to try and keep him just out of spite. How can I make you see it? It, it sounds so unkind to criticise David to you, but Frances Gowan knows him. And I don't, I suppose. She's been married to him for 15 years. He's talked about leaving her before, apparently, but he's never done it. He needs her. Oh, God! She'll never divorce him because of the child. All right, now. I'll tell you something. Last night, David talked about us getting married nearly all the time. He'll get free of that woman if he has to fight her every inch of the way. He loves me, Mother, don't you understand? But you don't know what he's like. I didn't want to tell you, but... But there have been other women, lots of them. What if he has had other women? What man of his age hasn't? And with a bitch like that for a wife, who can blame him? But she's nice, I tell you. Oh, I wish you could meet her and then perhaps you might see. I'd rather die. Don't be angry, Eva. I know I've been clumsy and said things all wrong. I, I didn't want to come at all. Why did you? Wouldn't you if you had a daughter? Please think it over. Even if you're too upset to see it straight now. I'm not upset because I don't believe you. You must believe me. I have to tell you one more thing. There's another reason he'll never leave her, but because of her money. She gives him money. When he took you out last night, it was probably her money he was spending. That's a lie! How dare you talk about David like that? Please go, Mother. I'm sorry, but I can't stand anymore. Very well. I'll ring down to the porter, ask him to get you a taxi. No. No, don't bother. G goodbye, Eva. I hope you can be happy, darling. Oh, Mother. Oh, Mother, please help me. Oh. 
right, Ellen. Let's have that jump up again. Yes, Daddy. All right, Simon. I'm there. Hurry up. We haven't got all night. He looks just like a ringmaster in the middle of the field, though. He does, rather. Don't let him keep running out, Simon. Miriam, the light isn't at all good. Well, don't tell me. Of all the damn silly times to insist on a last practice. What the devil are you doing, Simon? Keep his head straight. I can't, Daddy. I don't think he wants to jump tonight. He can't see. Of course he can't. It's not what he wants, it's what you want. You'll never ride him if you don't remember that. Little devil, now get on and behave yourself. Oh, dear, I do wish he wouldn't be so violent. I hope it's safe. I always feel things would go much better if Arthur didn't make so much noise. Now try it again. Take him round as if you meant it. Missy! Missy! Not so fast! Pull him up! I I said pull him up! Oh, Oh, my goodness! Oh, Oh, it's all right. He jumped off. Get hold of that pony before he treads on his reins. Get out of the way, Ellen. Simon, don't just stand there. Catch hold of that pony and get back on it. I wish he wouldn't make him. I'm sure he doesn't want to. Mount, I said. Get on him and make him do it properly. Come on now. Oh, oh Daddy, yes. please, please. Ellen, what the... Please don't make him. He's nervous. Can't you see he's nervous? Don't be I'm so not nervous. stupid. We're not all as feeble as you. No, we're not. That's better, Simon. Now, off you go again. Don't right, put up Dad. with any more nonsense. Look what you've done. Oh, oh, up you get, Simon. No, no, I don't want to go. I'm hurt. No, Mother, he's just frightened. I can tell by the way he's crying. Don't go to him. You'll only make Arthur worse. Get away, you hear, Ellen, stupid little idiot. Get indoors and then maybe see you again. You've done enough damage for one evening. Get away, I said. Simon doesn't want you hanging around any more than I do. Well, I'm going to her anyway. It's too bad of Arthur. She was only trying to help. I know. Don't understand it. Why is he always so hard on her? Because she's not his child. Now stop that, Simon, on a chat with another baby. Mommy! Arthur, I think that's quite enough. Oh, no. Oh, my poor Ellen. Dear Mr. Disher, thank you for your letter. You're right. Time does hang a bit heavily at the hotel. I've long since read all the readable books left behind by the summer guests, and just lately it's been too cold to go for many walks. In answer to your question, I shall be returning to Miriam's for a few days over the Christmas holiday, and shall therefore be in London on Christmas Eve. Perhaps... We could have an afternoon together, then. Ready for another cup of tea? I'll pour it, shall I? A woman pouring tea. What is there about it that looks so right? It it always looks so silly when a man does it. (laughs) Another cup for you? No, thank you. Do you think they'd take me on at your shop, Mr. Disher? Do I think what? That I could work in Abercrombie's like you, or... Oh, not in beds, of course, that takes experience, but the kind of things on the ground floor that women sell. No. Oh, no, that wouldn't do at all. Why not? I I, I feel I ought to try and find a job. I'm so useless. No, no please, it, it wouldn't be right. You you shouldn't work. You, you mean I'm too old? Well, I'm no older than you, and look at you. Yes, look at me. Now, you, you know I don't mean that. I, I mean, well, it, I mean, you... You're a lady. Good heavens, I'm not. And even if I were, what difference would it make? It wouldn't do. Well, 
It's either that or going on as I have been, and even that may not be possible much longer. My friend Sybil may be giving up the hotel and ride soon. It, it, it's not really paying, and she's not as young as she was. She hasn't discussed it with her husband yet, but it's her hotel. Anyway, if that does happen, I, I couldn't impose on the girls more than I already do. A job of sorts is the only answer, if I can get one. Couldn't you ask someone at Abercrombie's to give me an interview at least? No, I'm afraid not. Well, it was only a thought. I, I want to ask you something. Yes. Um, may I call you by your first name? Well, of course. I, I can't think why you haven't done it ages ago. Shall I call you Gordon? Well, if you like. I do like. But, uh, of course, when I work in your shop, I shall revert to Mr. Ditcher. Please, don't let's talk about that any more. Louise. Oh, what? Oh, I was just trying it out. <laughs> Goodness, is that really the time? I, I, I must go if I'm to catch my train. Oh, um, well, uh, I'll come to the station with you. Please don't bother. It, it isn't necessary. It's Christmas Eve. The streets are crowded. You, you should have a man with you. Your coat. Oh. Thank you. You shouldn't be thinking about a job, you know. It's it's pathetic. I, I, I won't let you be pathetic. I, I won't get you an interview either. That's not what I want for you. Uh, well, then, I shall have to sign on at the Labour Exchange, won't I? <laughs> if you don't mind, perhaps I'd better not come to the station with you after all. I've had a slight cold and it's raw out. No, that, that that's quite all right. Oh, goodbye, then. You can see yourself down, can't you? Goodbye. Go, go, goodbye and... Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you, Anne. It, it, it's only a small thing. Some baby clothes I knitted at the hotel. I hope they'll be Good right. God! What am I supposed to do with these? They're much too small. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I could hear you saying it while I was knitting them. Can I look, Aunt Anne? Oh, aren't they sweet? Look at that little vest. Oh. I'll make some more when I go back, Anne, if you tell me what you want. I don't know. I, I thought one just wrapped the things in shawls. Then you were rude awakening in store. Oh, go and fetch that bundle of clothes on my bed, would you, Ellen, darling? Yes, Mummy. I put some of my baby things together for you, Anne. I don't imagine I'll ever need them again. Lucky devil. I don't know. I'd rather like to have another baby. Oh, do let's have one, then. That'd be wonderful. Do let's. Would you like it? More than anything in the world. Oh, don't let's give our baby clothes to Auntie Anne. Oh, we'd better. Run up and get them. There's a good girl. All right, Mummy. What names have you decided, Anne? Eh? For the baby, dear. Oh, I haven't thought yet. Oh, really? Talking of names, Mother, what happened to that boyfriend of yours with the improbable one? A what? Oh, you mean Mr. Disher, alias Lester Drage? Oh, mm. he's still in evidence. She broke the journey to have tea with him yesterday, didn't you, Mother? Yes. Um, uh, uh, where's Eva? That's right. Change the subject. The tea party went all right, didn't it, Mother? Of course. Why shouldn't it? The subject's obviously taboo. Where is Eva? regaling Mrs. Match with the news about the play, last I knew. Well, it is good news, isn't it? I, I, I mean, that it's actually going to be produced at last, and in London. It, it could make her. Or break her. Sounds a right drag to me. Well, as long as Eva's happy about it, and she certainly seems on top of the world. Yes, she does, doesn't she? When are you off on the skiing bit, Miriam? The end of next week. The children are thrilled about it. Well, Simon and Judy, anyway. 
Ellen got some crazy idea that she'd rather go back with Mother to the Isle of Wight, I ask you. I don't think she much enjoyed skiing last time you went. Well, perhaps not, but there are other things to do, and I'd have thought Austria was rather more exciting than the Isle of Wight. Anyway, it's all booked. Besides, Mother, what on earth would your friend say if you arrived back on Friday with an 11-year-old child in tow? I'm sure Sybil would be delighted. It's, it's her husband, George, who's the tricky one. He's never very pleased to see anyone. Hello, George. I'm back. Oh, I see. Did you and Sybil have a nice Christmas? Hardly. As you call Sybil being taken ill, nice. Taken ill? Sybil? I just said so, didn't I? Heart attack. Oh. I mean, will she... She won't be back here for a bit, that's for sure. I'm so sorry, poor Sybil. So there's going to have to be a few changes. Yes, I suppose so. My, um, my sister's coming to help out for the time being. That's good of her. Mm. So I'll be needing your room, I'm afraid. Well, my room? Afraid so. But isn't, isn't there another room I could have? I, I, I don't mind how small. That, that little one on the third floor, perhaps. I'm shutting all the rooms on the third floor. No sense in giving the staff extra work. There must be a room somewhere. The, the, the must. There are rooms for those who can pay our terms. Well, I can't. You know I can't. Oh, no, then I'm sorry. But Sybil's always... Sybil's pro- not here now. All right, then. I- I'll go if you really want me to. I- I- I'll go as soon as I can make other arrangements. It'll only take a few days. I um, don't think you understand. My sister's arriving this evening. You surely don't expect me to... Your fare will be refunded, naturally. If you go at once, you'll catch the afternoon boat back. But you can't throw me out at a moment like that. It'll be evening before I get to London. Where will I go? I uh, thought you had three loving daughters. Well, I'll go. As a matter of fact, I shall be thankful to get away. I don't think I could stand this place without Sybil... Dear Mr. Disher, dear Gordon, I'm writing this on a paddle steamer in the middle of Zealand. A dreadful thing has happened. Oh, it's no use. Dear Gordon, I'm afraid when we met on Christmas Eve, I must have upset you in some way. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have for the world. I'm writing this on a train back to London. You will be surprised to hear that I... Why should he care? This is Mrs. Bickford. I didn't expect to hear your voice. Is there a dinner party or something? They've what? Away for the weekend? Oh. No, I didn't. And you're keeping an eye on things? Yes. Well, thank you, Mrs. Match. I'm sorry to have bothered you. No, it's all right. No message. It was nothing. Oh, dear. Eva. Eva. Please, Ben. Please, Eva. 
You're the lady who comes to tea with him sometimes, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. I'm Mrs. Dill, ground floor back. Don't, don't you know what's happened then? No. No what? Well, he was taken to the hospital, poor soul. Um, what do they call it? A, a, a coma, that's it. Oh, no. Mrs. Black found him on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve? But well, I was here to tea that day. He seemed all well, right. No doubt he was at the time. But later, I, I dare say he got to thinking about it being the festive season and him having no one to share it with. I had asked him down to share our Christmas dinner, but he said he wouldn't impose. Or was the gentleman Mr. Disher was? Was? He, you don't mean... He's not dead, is he? Oh, it deserves to be, Mrs. Bagg says. Knowing as he did, he should never touch a drop in his condition. But I don't understand. He never drinks anything. Well, he did that night. They found the bottle. Ha, have you a telephone? I'd like to ring the hospital and find out how he I, I just did, dear. Fairly comfortable, that's all they'll say. And, and he's not allowed visitors. Would you like a cup of tea? You look quite upset. No, thank you. If you could just give me the name of his ward and so on, so I can write. Certainly. Uh, thank you. And then I must be on my way. Far to go, have you? I hope not. It's nasty out, isn't it? Excuse me, officer. Yes, madam? I need help. I've nowhere to go and no money, and I don't know what to do. You'd better let me take you along to the station. Oh, oh, no, 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 I'm not a vagrant or anything. I just wanted you to advise me that there must be hostels or something where one could get a bed for a few shillings. There are, but not for people like you. Just come along with me and we'll see if we can find someone of your family to come and fetch you. You, 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 you think I'm drunk or something, don't you? Well, I'm not. I'm just in a bit of a fix. Supposing you tell me about it while we walk along, eh? This daughter of yours that has the flat in Kensington. Eva, yes. If it's a block of flats, there's a night porter there, surely. He'll have a master key. He'll let you into your daughter's flat if he knows you. Oh, he knows me all right. How clever you are. I'll be quite all right now. Don't die of fright, darling. It's me, Mother. Mother, what are you doing here? Well, it, it, it's a look. Look at you. You're drenched. Whatever's the matter? Nothing. Where have you been? Just walking. In this weather? What? Without a coat, you must be mad. Who, who were you with? Nobody. I went out by myself. I wanted air. Darling, something's the matter. Don't put on that shut-in face. Tell me, please. I won't say anything silly. I won't say anything at all if you don't want me to. Well, I lost the part. 
You mean the, the play isn't going on after all? Oh, the play's going to open all right. I'm not. They've chucked me out, given the part to someone else. Oh, darling. I I know you'd set your heart on this play, but there'll be other chances for you. I know there will. You're so clever and attractive, you'll get something much better. I'm going away. I'm joining a small rep company up north. It's, it's a dud one, but I must get away. There's something else, isn't there? Yes. Oh, I don't even care much about the play now that... Now... David has gone back to his wife. I shan't be seeing him anymore. Well? Aren't you going to say I told you so? When you were a child, I always thought you'd be the happiest one. So did I. It got away from me. A job, Mother. Yes, I, I don't want you girls to have to worry about but me. what could you possibly do? I'll find something. I, I might work in a shop. Oh, Mother, really? What would people think? Anyway, I doubt you'd manage to get a job at your age, much less hold it down. Why shouldn't I? I'm not such a fool as you think. Now, don't let's quarrel, Mother. We're only trying to do what's best for you. Anyhow, Eva, first things first. The immediate problem is what to do with her now. We leave for Austria on Friday, and you're going up north any minute, I gather. Yes, I know. Well, Sybil Vernon really couldn't have chosen a more inconvenient time to have a heart attack. Anne? Well, I did phone her, but you know what she's like at the best of times. She just refuses point-blank to have her. Oh, now, don't you start on me, Eva. I've already told Miriam I don't want Mother here. I feel lousy. All I need is her fussing over me. I told her she's damn lucky to have anyone wanting to make a fuss of her. Oh, honestly, Miriam, I think you should tell her where she gets off. Listen, Anne, I don't care how you feel. You've just got to have Mother while we're in Austria. Otherwise, she'll have to go to a hotel and you know who'd have to pay. Why should Arthur have to fork out because you're so selfish? Hello? Is that you, Frank? Yes, it is. Is Anne there? No, no. Don't disturb her if she's lying down. Just tell her I called to say I shan't be coming to stay with you. I'll, I'll be making other arrangements. It's good of you to say so, but don't pretend. I, I know Anne doesn't want to be bothered with me now, and I don't blame her. I, I know what it gets like towards the end. I, I don't know where I'm going yet, but I'll think of something. I, I just can't be dependent on the girls any longer. It isn't fair on them, and it isn't very easy for me either. I can't. Oh, Frank, I don't know what to do. Miriam says I can stay here when they get back, but they don't want me, and I don't want to come. I just can't go on like this for the rest of my life, always packing and unpacking. Don't think I'm ungrateful. The girls have been wonderful, but I hate it. I hate it. Mother, it's Frank again. Listen, I've had an idea. Not much of a one, so jump down my throat if you want to. There's a chap near here. I talked to him the other day, and he mentioned this. Said anyone could have it cheap. Well, no, no, it isn't exactly a house. It's, uh... Oh, no, no, you couldn't. 
Let's forget it. Well, to tell you the truth, it's a caravan. Oh, but a caravan, Arthur. It's most unsuitable. Unsuitable or not, it's solved our problem. No one's had any better ideas. Oh, I suppose you're right. But it does seem an extraordinary way for Mother to want to live. As long as it gets her off our back. And it'll be somewhere for Ellen to go in the holidays. Yes. It'd just suit you to be rid of her too, wouldn't it? Now, did I say that? No, you never actually say anything, do you? That's what made it such hell. Well, good God, would you rather I'd brought it up against you continually? Perhaps you'd sooner I'd turned you out at the time, instead of covering up, preventing a scandal. Oh, I don't know. It's all so long ago. I forget what I felt like then. I crawled to you, didn't I? Begged you to understand. Oh, as if you could. Oh, shut up about it, for heaven's sake. Poor Ellen. Poor Ellen? Good God, the child's had everything the others have had. Except love. Mother's the only one who's given her that. Then think how happy they'll be together in her damn caravan. Granny, it's heaven. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, but it is. It's even nicer than I imagined it. Well, it looks much better since Uncle Frank gave it a lick of paint. Uh, uh, careful of the oil heat, Ellen. Is this my bunk, the top one? <laughs> yes. Super. Well, you'd better stay up there while I try and unpack your things. There's not really room for us, as well as two suitcases. You've even got that nice big tree out there for shelter. Mm, it doesn't always seem so nice. You should hear it creak at night sometimes. You've certainly bought enough clothes. I said just jeans would do, but you know Mummy. Oh, I'm so glad they let me come. So am I. I suppose it must get a bit lonely for you sometimes. Sometimes. Uncle Frank looks in on me now and then, but he's... Very busy, of course, and Auntie Anne, well, well, she's got the baby to think of now. I'd sort of imagined the caravan was nearer the farm, really, so you could see their lights at night. Still, it's some of your own, isn't it? Better than before. Much. Oh, I see you brought this with you. Goodbye, old friend. I thought you'd let me hang it up. Can I, Granny, at the side of the bunk there? Your walls won't crumble, will they? Granny? Uh, I, I'm sorry, darling, I was just thinking. About Mr. Disher? Uh, yeah, why don't you ask him down here for the weekend? He'd never get behind the table, but he could have the camp stall on the other side. And where would he sleep? Anyway, he could come, I don't suppose. Is he still ill, then? I don't know. I thought you were going to write to him in hospital. Ask if you could visit him. I did, twice. But there was no answer. He may have died like the man in the picture. Oh, Ellen, what a way to talk. Can I put it up? Goodbye, old friend. Yes, of course. We'll ask Uncle Frank for a nail later. I wish I could stay here forever and ever. Still, I'll be here for my birthday. I know. Why don't we have a party here, with a cake and everything, and invite Uncle Frank and Auntie Anne and the baby? Can we, Granny? I don't see why not. Oh, now don't start that again. I'm only lighting a cigarette. Shall I take her, Auntie Anne? Oh, hello, Ellen. Would you? <sighs> She's lovely, isn't she? I think she's revolting. She's beautiful. You're as bad as Frank and Mother, soppy things. You are bringing her to my birthday party tomorrow, aren't you? We're making decorations for the caravan and everything. Has Mother made the famous cake yet? No, that's why I came up. She can't. The beastly stove has conked out again. It's run out of gas. No, it's the same thing that always happens. Uncle Frank's the only one who can fix it. 
Is he around? No, he's away. Uncle Frankie's? Well, just for the night. His brother's ill. He'll be back tomorrow. But that'll be too late. Granny will never get the cake made in time for tea. You know how long it takes her. Relax, love. It isn't the end of the world. Harry's fooling about in the yard. Why don't you get him to look at it? We did. All he did was to tear one of the burners loose. He lent us an awful rusty thing to cook our lunch on. Not that old Primus with a broken leg. Yes. You'll blow yourselves up with that. It'll have to do till Uncle Frank gets home. You will tell him tomorrow, won't you, Aunt Anne? As soon as he gets back. Yes, I'll tell him. I know Uncle Frank's there, Granny, because I saw the car. It's getting so late. We'll never be ready for the party, even if you make a sponge. Oh, let me go and ask him. No, no, you can't. He's, he's busy or he'd have come straight away. Can't I just go and see them? No, darling, I hate to bother him when he's always so kind. He'll be along presently, I expect. I bet Aunt Anne's forgotten to tell him. Come on in, in the warm. Have a nasty feeling there's a storm blowing up. It's like night time, isn't it? We'd never think it was only four o'clock. Listen to that wind. I don't know how the trees can bear to be torn and battered like that. I can't stand having my hair blown about for even one minute. Perhaps they won't be able to come from the house in all this. They'll come, Frank promised. And Anne's mad enough to bring the baby out in any weather. But what will they eat, Granny? Now there's no cake. I tell you what, I'll make some griddle scones. There should be time. I, I know I swore I'd never light Harry's stove again after what it did this morning, but, but I'll try. Griddle scones? Yes, that'll be something. Now... Stand well back, Helen. Don't worry. I'm getting up on the top bunk. Right now. Matches. Now. There. Nothing to it, you see. Now, I'll just put the frying pan on to warm while I mix the batter. Gosh, it's just like being at sea, isn't it? Tossed by the storm. Did you feel it rock then, Granny? Yes. Can I spoon out the batter without... Oh, damn. You know, I, I, I don't think this was such a good idea after all. Oh, my Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mrs. Bigfoot? Mrs. Bigfoot? Someone to see you. Hello? You. Uh, uh, Ellen might die. She won't. You saved her life. I read it in the papers. I had to come. Forgive me. They've taken her away. J just at the children's hospital, the nurse told me. She, she said it'd take time, but she'll be time. all right. Yes, she'll need so much care. 
care and loving. And how will she get that from... It, it was her birthday. I, I thought you were dead. Why didn't you write? I, I, I was ashamed. I, I, I took a drink, you know, because I was upset about you. That doesn't excuse it. About me? Yes. Perhaps you don't remember. I asked you to marry me and you laughed. Oh, I didn't know what you meant. Then I have to make it plainer this time. I've come to ask you if you'll marry me. Oh, no. Oh, please don't try to be kind. I'm tired of people having to be kind to me. I'm asking you to be kind to me. Oh, thank you. We, we, we could have Elaine with us later on, perhaps. We, we could care for her. She, she, she could be like, like our child. Oh, yes. The, the girls are coming soon. Uh, I, I don't think I can keep awake for them. Will you see them for me? Tell them what you and I are going to do. And tell them... Whatever will they say? Sleep now, is she? Yes. Uh, I, I wonder, nurse, uh, are the three ladies waiting? 